0: Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis
1: and I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy. Welcome to our second episode in our series called Looking Beyond the Mask. Today, we're going to talk about people. Last week, we talked about the Bible. This week, we're talking about people. Yeah,
0: and what we're talking about is looking beyond the obvious or what seems to be uh, the obvious and and then looking to the real. (laughs) Almost
1: like looking through beyond the flesh into the spirit
0: right and it really is looking beyond an illusion mm-hmm. uh, For instance in the last episode we talked about um, you know looking at the Bible looking beyond the mask of the Bible and the mask of the Bible was um, the, the knowledge of good and evil it looks like it looks like a book of knowledge of good and evil but it's really not it's a, it's a, it's a, it reveals the heart of the Father and the graciousness which is totally not the knowledge of good and evil. So things are not always as they seem is what we're saying here.
1: Yes. A mask is oftentimes a filter that we see through.
0: Yeah. That's what we're really talking about. We're not talking about necessarily, um, what's on the object we're looking at as much as we're looking, talking about looking through our own filters of our own perceptions. And a lot of times it's prejudices.
1: Yeah. And, and also the person, because we're talking about people, you can see the surface of that person, but underneath that, and you can make a judgment there, but underneath that surface, there's something more and something more and something more. But a lot of times we just start with the outer
0: right and and we have prejudice which means that we prejudge. so Mm -hmm. so we can look at somebody's actions and what will will what so often happens because it's easy to do is we we simplify that person we identify that person because we've seen them do such an action it's
1: a dangerous thing because people are complex beings and if you if you simplify them you're missing so much that's really a part of that human being right. and it's a human being who's precious to god
0: right and that's that's what he sees he sees beyond the outward beyond beyond the mask you know he uh, we know the scriptures say that he doesn't look at 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 the outward he doesn't look at the outward activity men do mm-hmm. people do see but he looks at the heart and he sees preciousness and he sees the beauty of something Whereas humans are looking outwardly at what they, what they do and that's what the Bible calls judging unjustly and it even uh, prophesied of when Jesus would come in the book of Isaiah speaking of Jesus said when he comes he will not judge by the seeing of his eyes so he looks at a woman caught in the very act of adultery what does he see somebody that's worthy of death that's what the men saw that brought her to Jesus They saw her according to her outward actions and said she deserves to die. Jesus looked past that mask (laughs) of her activity and saw someone that's precious, someone that's beautiful, hurting, weak. Yes, but precious and beautiful and worthy of loving, helping and saving. Mm. And he did. And he did that with all of them. You know, I use the examples of my my favorite people in the Bible are like the sinners, it seems, in the New Testament, Zacchaeus, you know, um, the thief, you know, and everybody hated him uh, for a number of reasons and because of the things that he did and then judged him according to what he did and labeled him and condemned him for it. And Jesus looks at this little man in the tree. And he likes them. He loves me. He sees preciousness. He sees beauty there, and he says, "I want to be with you."
1: Isn't this how God can love us even when we make mistakes? That um, a lot of times in the past we would say, "Oh, I f- you know, I feel like God is so disappointed with me. I, you know, made this error or mm-hmm. whatever." But God sees behind the error, mm-hmm. and he sees what motivated you, what was hurting you, mm-hmm. what, what drove you, and he still sees someone precious and good.
0: He's, he's also He's called the spirit of understanding. And he, uh, the Bible says he knows our frame. He knows that we are but dust. Uh, the Bible also says he knows our weakness. He's touched by our weakness. In fact not only touched, but when you look at the life of Jesus, it, it seems that he was attracted to weakness. He would go there on purpose. <laughs>
1: to, the to the demoniac. And the, the disciples were saying, why are we going here? That we, we shouldn't be here. This isn't like a safe or you know, kosher place to be. We need to avoid it. Right. And Jesus went on purpose. Uh-huh.
0: Crossed the whole sea for that. You know, Where are we going? We're going after the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was attracted. To that, he was attracted to the Samaritans and the Samaritan woman in particular at the well. He was attracted to Zacchaeus, but nobody else in that crowd was attracted to him. Jesus was.
1: I I think it's so important to remember that when we're feeling—I mean, towards ourselves when we've made a a mistake, Mm -hmm. or towards other people who've maybe made a poor choice or or done something wrong—is to remember.
0: Mm Right.
1: How Jesus saw them as as worth going after, yes. you know, and
0: this is why we have to ditch, we have to throw away the knowledge of good and evil, because that's what gets in the way of that. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so hard for us to see ourselves as loved and precious, uh, and, if, and and certainly seeing others mm-hmm. as loved and precious. Because if we, I've, I've said it for many many years, and it bears true that if we if we condemn ourselves or we receive condemnation to ourselves, what we have received is what we will freely give also. And we'll give it out to others. Uh, If we're judging us, we're certainly going to judge others Mm -hmm. uh, by that standard, and usually a worse standard, usually a worse standard than we even judge ourselves. And that's called judging unjustly. And the Bible tells us to judge with righteous judgment. And that's the kind of judgment that Jesus shows us and demonstrates with us. When he judged... It was a righteous judgment. And, and, and the biblical righteous judgment is not judging after the knowledge of good and evil. That's called unrighteous judgment. Isn't wow. it,
1: um, isn't it interesting that unrighteous judgment or outward judgment almost always is critical mm-hmm. and negative?
0: Yeah. And almost, condemning.
1: It's <laughs> like that first, uh, look that we see, um, in the, in this illusion is critical you're doing this wrong uh we need to throw you away or even towards ourselves we're disappointing god we're you know we're um Mm. not not worthy we need to be doing more like it's all negative that's
0: that's it's interesting that's
1: what the flesh does Mm,
0: it is and we say that we see that in the beginning when we first chose that knowledge of good and evil what you know we we can judge good and evil so we adam looks at himself adam and eve they look at themselves and what do, what do they see? They judge themselves unrighteously. They judge mm-hmm. themselves as insufficient. They're weak, they're naked, they're ashamed, mm-hmm. they're afraid. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of God because of their, uh, their condition. This is unrighteous judgment. God never wants that separation between us and him. This is why one reason Jesus did all that he did to secure uh, that thing forever, and especially in our, in our own consciences. Is He wants us to have that, that we are one with him forever and nothing will separate us from that. And no matter what your outward activity is, um, righteous judgment says you're mine and you're holy and you're complete and you're clean. and all that. that's, that's all found there in the scriptures. Um, but if you can't get past the mask of the knowledge of good and evil, you have a problem with that. You'll say, well, yeah, God loves us, but, you know, and you always... Want to put that mask back on the on the person and say, "Yeah, but look, they're ungodly, they're unholy. They need to do this. They need to do that." And the gospel really does away with those things. It makes it relational, where we get to just we get to be with God and operate it because of that union uh, we have with Him. Because it's in Him we live and move and have our being, and it's it becomes very real and very organic, and it takes the right and the ritual or the necessity of the rights and the rituals out of the way and the necessity of do good to please and appease or do good to earn favor and blessing. It throws all of that out the window and it's all about this love connection that we have with God. That's That's where you receive life. That's where you enjoy life. That's where you experience The kingdom of heaven—it's
1: that where you have fulfillment, where you're thriving, where you're even could be going through difficult challenges, but you're you're in essence at your best. You know, even going through something, yeah, because
0: you're experiencing life, and this is what he wants. See, Mm -hmm. we can experience the knowledge of good and evil, Mm -hmm. or we can experience life. There's those two trees uh, that we choose from, and
1: so uh, the mass is when you're looking through the knowledge of good and evil, but the, the unveiling of the masks allows you to see mm-hmm. in, in, um, righteous right. judgment. And like, it allows us you... to
0: see people that way as precious and, and complex and beautiful and
1: beautiful. Yeah.
0: yeah let me give you an example of, of righteous judgment versus unrighteous judgment. And this is from, from my own life. And, 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 uh, I talk about a situation that, um, hurt me really bad because I felt like I was betrayed by somebody. And, uh, um, and it, it was hard to, I mean, in my mind, it was just, I, 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 all day long I would go over all, how horrible they were, what horrible things they had done, and, and, and how could people be such a horrible, horrible, hateful, mean, selfish, you know, all these things are going through my mind and I'm ascribing to these people because of what they did. Mm-hmm. I mean and, and 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 uh at this all that time I'm suffering because of it and anyway to make the the long story short eventually something happened as I was praying because I was in pain because of of what someone had done and um somehow the light turned on and God let me see what he sees So I'm looking at it and I'm judging things through my perspective. Now I'm looking through another perspective. God's letting me see, and I saw them totally different than I had been seeing them all this time. I saw how precious they were to God. I saw why he could still love them, why he could still bless them, even after they'd done this thing that I thought was so horrible. I could see why he thought they were beautiful. I could see their beauty. Almost, I could see their preciousness. Yeah,
1: almost like you could see why they thought what they did was right even though from yeah. your experience or your thing it was very hurtful and mm-hmm. and kind of unnecessary. I could
0: understand why they did it. Even if I still didn't agree that they yeah. should have done that. Right. I I could see why. I understood and I saw that they were not evil, you know, evil wizards, you know, doing these <laughs> things to me. I saw that they were beautiful and precious. And they were also human.
1: You, and you were given the spirit of understanding. I was,
0: I was, what the Bible calls in Isaiah, the spirit of understanding. And, it, and I felt instead of anger and pain, I felt compassion I, for those people. I felt love. I saw their beauty. Um, wow. See, that's the healing power that allows us to forgive, that heals our own heart. It comes from that revelation, from seeing what God sees.
1: That's a miracle, honey. Like what you're describing, Mm -hmm. and I know the situation that you're talking about. I mean, anybody Mm -hmm. would agree like, man, that was not uh, good what they did. But to be able to say, and Mm -hmm. I know it's true, like how you see them today Is is very different, and to me, it's a a miracle. It is a miracle.
0: Um, Because people,
1: when you're hurt, mm -hmm. it's hard to say. I even want to be open to seeing Mm, them the way God sees them.
0: It it, it is, but there's, but there's, see, there's part of us that's a child of God, and we'll listen to that. It will allow us to have that willingness. Lord, I want to see what you see. Walk
1: humbly. And yeah. I got
0: to that point because I had been hurting for weeks and, and I wasn't getting any, anywhere. Any with relief, this. And I'm yeah. like, God, I need help. I need to see what you see. Mm-hmm. You know, I need your perspective on this. And, uh, he gave it to me. You see, there's something about being willing. A lot of times, hmm, a lot of times we, we want God to help us, but we want, him to help us the way we want him to, <laughs> you know, That's and, a good point. and yeah. uh, and so, you know, somebody uh, I've heard, heard somebody say recently that, you know, one reason it's hard for people to hear God because they, they decided what they wanted to say, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, but anyway, I was hurting so bad. I needed more than what I was doing. So God, you got to help me. So he did. Mm-hmm. And he, and, and, and he showed me and, you know, um, it took me out of judging them unrighteously, judging them by what they did and, and ascribing that to their heart and their character and their worth. And I saw that they were really worth a lot, and I saw why they were worth a lot, mm-hmm. and I saw why God loved them, mm-hmm. and, and I saw their beauty and their preciousness, and it was there. Mm-hmm. It was. It, it was there. See. We don't see that when we when we when we are simple-minded in our judgment mm-hmm. that's why it's called unrighteous judgment because we're not judging people correctly
1: mm-hmm.
0: when we're when that, that's why there's no condemnation in christ if we're condemning somebody we're not seeing them correctly
1: that's a good point
0: and we think we are yeah. we think we're seeing things you know like that that need to be be, be seen but we're really not seeing them correctly and it's not that it's not that we deny that people are doing hurtful things because people are doing hurtful things all over the place. I've done hurtful things to people. I didn't set out to be a hurtful person, but in my ignorance and in my weakness I did certain things. That that didn't that, that didn't make me an evil person. I'm sorry I've done those things. I'm sorry I've ever hurt people, but but it never changed the beauty and preciousness mm-hmm. that that I carried as as, as God's beloved child. Mm. And the revelation of that, seeing through his perspective, began to change how I saw other people. Because I thought, if God can see me that way, then certainly he can see everybody else that way. Yeah. And I, it gave me a different lens to look at people through.
1: Yeah. I had a um, kind of an experience where I had met somebody, a, a, a girl, probably 15 years ago, I'd been through therapy, so I knew all about like, you know, standing up for myself and confronting people when they try to take advantage of situations and calling out people pleasers and codependents. And (laughs) I thought I just knew a lot. Mm. And I met this girl and right off, I judged her like on the surface. I saw her as kind of a, I don't know, a needy, like overly Pollyanna, like um just I, I just saw her in a negative light. And I I actually did like kind of confront her about some things that she was doing that I thought was unhealthy and I knew better. And you know, it ended up causing a lot of pain, not just for her, but for other friends of mine. And I realized I had jump to a conclusion too quickly. And also now looking past, looking back at it, I was judging through my own unhealthy template, Mm -hmm. like looking for unhealth and, Mm -hmm. and, and deciding that this was all like unhealthy. Anyway, the Lord really taught me how to look at this person and I began to see, like we're talking about, people are complex. Under that surface layer was a very beautiful thing. And under that was even more beauty. And over the years, she's become one of my favorite people in the world. I love her. She's one of my best friends. But I, i I would have missed so much about her if I had just judged from that unrighteous judgment, which was my own mm-hmm. thoughts you know and things that i'd done in the past. I would have missed so much and now I'm not saying, okay, this person is the perfect person, she never does anything wrong I'm not saying that, but there's so much beauty that overshines all of that. Yeah that I'm so appreciative of, of of that. Yeah,
0: you see the difference between looking at people through the lens of the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. And the perception that you gained brought it brought it blossomed so much uh, life
1: yes. for in you my, personally oh, yeah.
0: in your life, your relationship. I mean you see oh, everything yeah. through um, through this now, now you're the one people could call the Pollyanna, and the one who, you know, the one <laughs> who's just looking through rose-colored glasses and, and doesn't acknowledge the evil that people are doing. <laughs>
1: That's so true, but I don't mind because I've been through what I've been through. Yeah. I understand it. Yeah, and,
0: and you look at the fruit of it; it's like night and day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I know
1: because I would have stayed in my own little small world, oh, yeah. and I would have missed the life that mm-hmm. comes from like expanding your your vision. And, and looking from God's perspective, I would have missed all that I'm
0: glad we're talking about this today because this is something that's that can really help a lot of people because because it's normal it's 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 very normal for people to look through their through through a lens of their own agendas and their own prejudices and and it 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 uh, keeps us in that very small place and what you described after seeing through god's perspective it's like it made you big it it's like it took it 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 took the walls that were tied around you it it knocked them all down and you get to live in a big open happy free Mm -hmm. place and you get to love you get to love more freely
1: and sometimes i get so touched that, that i don't know god gave me the humility god gave me the willingness because i had every reason to like Stand strong on my views, right. and somehow I loosened that grip, and I was able to have some humility. It's, That's
0: it's, it's wonderful. I'm, all we can do is be grateful for 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 revelation, and He is the the, the revealer of truth. And there is something about, and if we if, if we we want to see somehow. Um, oh. Over time, he 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 makes things clear. You know, there, at first there's a tendency to hang on to our perceptions and our prejudices and our beliefs and our thoughts about it, but we have to recognize, uh, the Bible says, but now we see through a glass darkly, that whatever we're seeing. Let's don't assume that we see it all crystal clear and we know all about it because yeah. we don't. In fact the Bible also says if any man thinks he knows something, he knows nothing like he ought to know. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's a humility that says, I don't know everything. When I look at somebody and I judge them as this, oh you know, we say, Oh, they're just doing it because of that. They're just they're just doing this because they want that or not. See, and we're putting our judgment and we're simplifying them. it's like, we've got them all figured out
1: in their box. We put them in this mm-hmm. box here, that box here.
0: And they're more complex than that. Yeah. And they're more precious than that. And we usually don't give them enough credit. And, That's but, true. but we see what we see. But even if we, if we look through that lens, if we can say, you know why? If we can at least acknowledge it, maybe I'm not seeing everything yeah. yeah. and it is humility to say, God, let me see, show me more. Mm-hmm. Let me see what they, what they, what they really look like. You know, there's a story of Balaam and Balak in the old Testament and Balaam, this is when Israel was marching across the desert, you know, traveling across the desert, headed towards their promised land. And whenever they came up against opposition, God would always cause the Israelites to win. And so Balaam was a king, and here he sees that they're approaching, getting closer to his city, and so he's afraid of them, and so he calls a prophet Balak, because he knows that whatever Balak says, it it comes to pass. Excuse me, Balaam is the prophet. Balak was the king. He calls the prophet Balaam, and he says, curse these people, because if you say it, I know it'll happen. And so Balaam goes up to a high place and he looks at him, and all he sees is God's blessing on him. And he comes back and tells him, he says, "I can't curse whom God has blessed." And and so the king goes, watch this. He says, "Okay, come down to another place. Get off. Don't look at him from that high place. Come down here where you can see that you can see their outward parts, and you can't see all of them.
1: It's like judging from the flesh. judge from
0: the outside, yeah." yeah. He said, surely you can curse find them from something.
1: here. Yeah, you can find something right, you can because curse. Because why?
0: If you look at the Israelites from their outward works, look at them. They made, they made a golden calf and called it God through this big orgy wild party and, and all these this excesses of drunkenness <laughs> and sexuality and all these things they were doing in the desert. And Balaam's like, look at them. Surely you can curse these people. <laughs> yes, uh, Because they were far from perfect. Uh-huh. But what he saw was beyond what they had done. Mm-hmm. He saw them from a God's eye view and he says, all I see is a people that are great and strong because the shout of a king is within them.
1: <laughs> yeah. So.
0: yeah. You see, and that's looking past the outer into the real.
1: Right. Jesus had a phrase that he often used. Um, he who has eyes to see, let him see, mm-hmm. or he who has ears to hear, let mm-hmm. him hear. And I, I think about that as far as there are eyes without masks. Like you do have eyes and you can let that mask down and you can see what he sees. Absolutely. And I don't know if this is a phrase that you've used with me a lot, but it's like that phrase, look again, mm-hmm. like you're looking at it through yeah. one thing, but just take a minute. Look again. Yeah. Can you see a little bit deeper here? Yeah. Can you see a little bit mm-hmm. in the spirit here and That's- what's behind this? Because if you can see that, It'll help you in that temporal
0: That is a very good judgment. point to, to tie a bow on this whole discussion because we do have spiritual eyes. That's the good news. We don't just have carnal eyes. We do have spiritual eyes and we can see. Uh, and, and so it's a matter of we might initially look with our natural sight and go, whoa, that's horrible. But look again and see what it really is because what you'll see with your... With your knowing eyes, your spiritual eyes, your your Father's eyes, um, you'll see the truth, whatever it is.
1: It's reality.
0: You'll see reality, and uh, when you do, I love the example that you that you brought uh, a moment ago, because that reality will empower you. It'll make you bigger, and you can live and love and rejoice and and enjoy like a child of God should, mm-hmm. and it empowers you. It blesses you to be a blessing rather than just a judge and a condemner. It empowers us to be a blessing. Yeah,
1: anybody can judge and like put somebody in a yeah. in a box, like, oh, yeah. oh you're this or yeah, you're that. It doesn't that.
0: make you a great spiritual giant. <laughs> All you need is a carnal mind to do that.
1: Anybody can do <laughs> anybody that. Anybody can do that. But the that, but the looking beyond that's something that is special. And, and
0: it's the, it, and and just looking uh, and just judging from their outward. Appearance and actions—that's the lazy thing. That's the easy thing. That's not super spiritual. Mm-hmm. It doesn't 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 mean you must be on a higher position because you can see these things. Mm-hmm. It's it's the easy lazy thing to do, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I like what you said. Look again. Take another look and say. Maybe my lens is dark. Maybe I need to look clearer. Maybe I'm looking at this through a keyhole. Maybe I need another perspective.
1: Or maybe I'm looking through through my own pain. Yes. You know, if someone's right. hurt you or you've been hurt by... Uh, you know yeah. a person's actions
0: that will put filters it, on our eyes. Yeah,
1: it'll, and you might not want to go and let go of that, but mm-hmm. like you can get through it mm-hmm. if you can drop the mask, right? And look.
0: And, and and but the, bad, the sad thing is that 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 wrong perception uh, keeps us bound in that pain. It keeps us from getting out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jesus asked a blind man one time, "What do you want me to do for you?" And I always thought, what a ridiculous question! Look, what it's obvious think? he's blind. They had to lead this man by hand out to you. What do you think a blind man wants? But it, but it really was a good question because not all blind people are asking for sight. Yes. They're asking for other things. He could have said, Jesus, would you give me some money? Would you give me some food? Would you give me a, a kind word or something? But mm-hmm. but he asked for the right thing. He said, "Open my eyes, and I can see." Because if I have, if I can see, then. I can make the money. Then I don't have to beg for food. Then I can, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's the opening of the eyes that we want. And so uh, it's a good thing to acknowledge it. maybe I'm not seeing clearly. Maybe my eyes are not accurate yeah. here. Lord, show me. It's, it's a good prayer.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's walking humbly.
0: It is. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a humility. And uh, it's necessary, but we want to close with, with everyone knowing that we do have that. Within us, we have that spiritual perception. We have the ability. You to You don't see. have
1: to work for it. You don't right. have to try for it. You've received it with what Jesus did on the cross, with the coming of the Holy Spirit. All yeah. of that is in you.
0: Yeah, and we even have that humility in that in, in in our spirit. We we just want to draw from that and not just don't just. Um, <laughs> Don't just act like everybody else. Let's draw from who we really are, that humility and spirituality that we have. Hey, thank you guys for listening today. Hope it was a blessing. Have a great day.
1: Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review.
0: And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com there's all kinds of resources there so check it out have a great day